Perikei Mishnah Dalid. We learned in the previous Mishnah that if in the Yibum setting, one Yavam performed any one of the four possible Yibum actions with one Yavama, and then he followed that up with a different one of the four possible Yibum actions with that same Yavama, the second action would go into effect. The Mishnah concluded by saying that the same halachas would hold true if it was one Yavam performing each of these two Yibum acts with two different Yavamos. Our Mishnah elaborates, Ketzad, how so? So the Mishnah goes through all of the scenarios. So a lot of this is similar to, we learned, or the past couple of Mishnahis, again, just the one tweak is that it's one Yavam doing the two actions with two Yavamos. So let's start with where he begins with Maimer. Also Maimer, Rizu, Yavam, performs the Yibam, or Kedushan type act, with one Yavam who felt him for Yibam, Maimer Bazu, and he then proceeded to perform the rabbinic Maimer with a different Yavama. Allah is Trichoshne Gitin Vachalitza. He'll need to give two Gitin, one to each of the Yavamas, on account of the Maimer he performed with each of them. In addition, since Maimer is only a rabbinic, it did not resolve the biblical Yim bond, so to dissolve that, he will have to release them through Chalitza. But uh, Yibam is no longer an option, based on the fact that he did Maimer to both. Then again, since both those Maimer acts were effective, that you permanently disqualified the other widow. Can't take a widow of a widow you did Maimer with. So Yibam isn't an option, he has to release them instead through Chalitza. Now in this first case, he repeated the same kind of action. It was Maimer and then Maimer. Yet the Mishnah states the second Maimer too is effective, so clearly... The town of this Mishnah sides with the opinion of the Chachamim of the first Mishnah, the Perak, who hold Yesh Maimer Achar Maimer. Even if he performs the same action again, that second action still goes into effect. It's rabbinically recognized. The Mishnah then discusses with the Yavam, did Maimer Bezu Veget Lezu. Maimer with one of the Yavamas and then gave a get to the other. So he exercised the two rabbinic Yibam actions. These are both effective, and therefore, Tzricha Get Vachalitza. Yavam with whom he performed the Mimer requires a Get, to dissolve that to rabbinic marriage, and one of the widows will need to perform Chalitza with him to be released from the Yibam bond, because of course, neither of these actions address the Zika in a way that's so biblically recognized, that biblical mitzvah remains. But again, at this point, he can't do Yibam with any of the widows, because the effect of giving a Get to any of the widows makes all of them rabbinically forbidden to him to actually marry to take an Yibam. So to address the Yibam bond here, he has to perform Chalitza with one of them, and that will release both of them, as usual. And next case is, Maimer Bezu Uba'al Azu. He did the rabbinic Maimer with one of the widows, and then performed the Yibam act itself. He lived as husband and wife with the other widow. Now, that act was forbidden, due to the Maimer he did to the previous widow. So so we call Biapsula. It's a deficient Yibam act, meaning even on the biblical level, of course, the act of Yibam is the act of Yibam. So, biblically speaking, the Zika is gone, but the Rabbanans say, look, he wasn't supposed to do Yibam with a widow due to the prior Maimer to the other one, therefore it's considered a deficient Bia, and thus the Lachir is Tzrichos Shnei Gitin Vachalitza. The widows will require Gitin, meaning, again, biblically, he's married to the widow with whom he performed the Yibam act. But rabbinically, he can't remain married to her because the Maimri performed with the other widow previously. But the fact is, you know, biblically, he's married to the Yavama with whom he did Yibam. So to end that relationship, for sure, you know, biblically, she requires a get. 
You also must give a get to the first widow with whom he performed mimer because if she, through the mimer, is his rabbinic wife. In addition, the Mishnah rules, one of the widows will have to perform chalitza with the Yavam to be released to get remarried. Because as mentioned, due to the prior mimer act, that first widow, the subsequent Yivam act, was considered biapsula. It's considered deficient because of the rabbinic prohibition he transgressed by performing that act. Therefore, we act as if there's still a zika here, and therefore one of the widows will have to perform chalitza before either could get remarried. In the next case, Maimer bezu v'chalitz lezu. He first performed the rabbinic Maimer with one of the widows, and then performed chalitza with the other. In this case, the Allah is harishona tzricha get. The first widow with whom we did Maimer will need a get before she could get remarried. Because, you know, rabbinically, we consider them as married. But in terms of the zika, the Yibam bond, that's gone on account of the second act he performed here of the Chalitza. So that set of cases all involved where he did Mimer to the first widow. Now let's do where he gives a get to the first widow. We start with where it was get lezu get lezu. Give a get to one Yivama and then a get to another Yivama. So once again, our Mishnah sides with the Chachomim against Rebbe Gamliel that yesh get achar get, and therefore both of these gitin are rabbinically effective in precluding Yibam, and making him forbidden to the close relatives of both widows. But of course, Trichos Yimenu Chalitza, Chalitza will be required with one of the widows before either could go and get remarried, because of course the get does nothing on the biblical level to address the Yibam Zika bond. And then we continue with Get Lezu Uba Lezu. Give a get to one Yivama, so that of course to preclude a Yibam to either widow, and then in violation of the halacha, uba lezu. He performed the yibam act itself with the other widow. So again, that's biapsula. It was uh, biblically effective, but deficient on the rabbinic level since it was preceded by get to the first widow. And so going forward, sricha get v'chalitza. He can't stay married to the second widow he did yibam with because, again, of the prior get. But to end the relationship, since they are biblically married, he has to give her a get. In addition... The widows can't get remarried until one of them performs chalitza, since the yibum act that was performed with the second widow was psula. There was a problem with it. It was illegal on the rabbinic level, so the rabbinic say, treat it as if there's still a zika here, so that has to be removed through chalitza with one of the widows. And then we have the case of get lezu umaymer bezu. First he gave a get to one of the widows, and then performed the rabbinic maimer with the other. Now Allah in this case is tricha get v'chalitza. But the second widow, on account of that mimer, will require a get because of that rabbinic marriage that the mimer created. Also, in order for either widow to get remarried, chalitza will be required with one of them. And then we have get lezu v'chalitz lezu. He gave a get to one yivama and then performed chalitza with the other. Well, here, ain't achar chalitza klum. There's nothing left to do. Meaning, he did the correct thing. Upon giving a get to one, that precluded yibam with either of them. So what are they supposed to do now? You do chalitza with one of them. At that point, there's nothing left to do. The zika is completely gone on account of the chalitza. And once the zika is erased through chalitza, there's no longer any potential for any further actions. You know, if you do mimer then, that wouldn't do anything. Once chalitza is done, it's a case closed. There's no possibility for some you know, other action to have any kind of halachic effect in the yibim sense.